Welcome to Insights to Strength. I'm your host, Jay Love, and this podcast was curated to remind you that you are not your circumstance. Join me as I encourage you through the Word of God, help you to identify your strengths, and vocally walk alongside you in purpose. Hey there, everybody, and welcome to week two of Insights to Strength. I'm your host, Jay Love, and again, I'm excited that you decided to join me for another week. Today's topic is entitled, Revive What Remains. And this came about while having a conversation with a dear friend, and we were talking about where it was that we were in our faith, and at the time, I'd come out out of some battles as she was actually going through her own faith battle. But while speaking to her, we began to share scripture, and it was impressed upon me to go to Ezekiel 37. So over the phone, I read verses 1 through 7, and throughout that reading, there was some revelation shared between us. And that is what I'll share with you all today. So feel free to follow along, Ezekiel 37, verses 1 through 7. Here we go. The hand of the Lord was upon me, and he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord, and set me in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. He led me back and forth among them, and I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley, bones that were very dry. He asked me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I said, O sovereign Lord, you alone know. Then he said to me, Prophesy to these bones, and say to them, Dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath into you, and you will come to life. I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound, and the bones came together, bone to bone. Now, bones are dry and to remain useful, there must be blood flow. According to the vision shared with Ezekiel, these bones are lifeless and scattered about. In the natural, when there is no blood flow to the bone's marrow, which is the bone's tissue, it dies. Two, the bone could collapse. And this is known in the natural as osteonecrosis. Ezekiel was commanded by the Lord to speak life to these bones. And how I view this was the Lord was spiritually alongside Ezekiel saying, let me show you the power that you have. Prophesy to these bones. Keep in mind that Ezekiel wasn't to say whatever he wanted, but these bones won't live just from anything. There was direction and there was specificity. The Lord told Ezekiel to say, Hear the word of the Lord. Verse 4 states, I will make breath into you and you will come to life. Verse 6 said, I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you and you will come to life. Then you will know I am the Lord. When God gives you direction, that is him doing his part. You must now do yours and live. He said twice that he would breathe life. I came to understand that our God is sure and because he is sure, we know that there is certainty in the Lord. When the Lord is saying or is do- or does a thing twice, it's been established. In verse 7, after Ezekiel did what he was told to do, there was a noise. 
described as a great shaking or a rattling sound. And this was the bones coming together, but there wasn't any life in them yet. I want you to be reminded that Ezekiel's vision was not in a lofty place, but in a low one, specifically a valley. And being in that valley made him, in my opinion, a blessed man because God still allowed him to see what could not be seen. So let's exercise your faith. In the mental space you are in right now, are you able to see the promises that God has given to you? Allow me to be transparent. After being in a car accident, my body no longer responded the same. I was having pseudo pseudo seizures, falling without warning, slurred speech, and sometimes having the inability to walk. I was in a fight to remain hopeful. Not only that, but I was going through a divorce and had moved out of my our home, not homeless, but it wasn't mine. How did I remain hopeful? It was through prayer, a whole lot of crying and trying to hold on to what I knew to be true about the word of God because he had shown me my future. I was to be an author and he told me that what I was experiencing with my health, it wasn't until death, although it felt that way. Like Ezekiel's vision, I wasn't alone. God was and is with us even in what seems to be a hopeless and dead environment. I needed to go through that valley experience to share with you all to hold on to what remains. At the beginning of this chapter, Ezekiel was asked a question. Son of man, can these bones live? And his response to the Lord was, O sovereign Lord, you alone know. Many of us would have said, I don't know and I don't have time for this. But the Lord need you to be sure because you will be the individual to one day walk into into spaces to see things that others cannot see. And they will need you to speak life and breathe upon them with your words as Ezekiel had to do with these bones. You will be the reminder that they can fulfill purpose again, even when things look lifeless around them. And after realizing that the bones come to get, came together but didn't have breath, Ezekiel had to prophesy to the breath. He said, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe into these slain, that they may live. And when this happened, they came to life, the scripture states. They not only did that, but they stood on their feet as a vast army. Can you picture that? When something was just lifeless, void, all of a sudden is an army or representative as an army but at the beginning they weren't even living they were breathless they had no skin but yet again as i stated here they are as an army those bones became a nation and they received an inheritance they were non-existent lifeless had no form but now they have a whole lot of everything There may be something that you feel has no life, but I need you to speak to those things or that thing. Life and death is within the power of the tongue. And in order to revive what remains, you must choose to speak life. If you do not believe you have the capacity, get around other people that you think does 
or someone who does. Someone who could see the dead thing and know that there is yet life. Thank you all for listening to Insights to Strength. I'm your host, Jay Love. And as always, keep praying, keep pressing, and stand tall.